0: Hey,
1: welcome to the Beating Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I'm joined by Milos.
2: The sinner's full,
1: <laughs> and we got Boris again.
2: Uh, I'm actually home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well,
1: well, hopefully nobody tries to break in, and you got to throw paint at them.
2: No, but I do, have a, I do have a noisy neighbor who, who literally is, I mean, he's he just begging for me to do something about it, but uh, I'm too lazy, man. I don't want to do anything. Uh, I mean, he's literally like every day, he's nonstop verbally abusing his girlfriend. And, okay. uh, oh, man, it's... it's. I mean, he doesn't throw... But I don't know, man. He's just not happy in life for some reason. I, I don't know why. It's... it's yeah,
1: the... The, oh, the, B-team, the B-Team podcast does not condone or allow any kind of violence against neighbors and or uh, people who break into your homes. Oh, of course <laughs> not. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> put, that, put that little disclaimer out there. <laughs> All right. So if oh. you guys haven't noticed, uh, we did Home Alone earlier in this uh, calendar event. Uh, and now got Boris back to talk about Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, this one came out in 1992, um, and uh, let's uh, before I get into the plot because I always fuck up the uh, you know what uh, we do things. Uh, Milo, uh, actually, we'll start with Boris because Boris is the guest of our Advent calendar. Uh, Boris, where did you come to uh, Home Alone too?
2: Uh, dude, probably like any- anybody else. I mean, I saw it on TV. Hmm. I think. I don't
3: think yeah, the, I'm, these I'm pretty, movies. I'm pretty sure we saw it on
2: TV. Yeah, pretty out. much. I don't think oh, these was, movies. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say it's probably it's probably for both of you, I guess, because has exactly. probably watched it, it together.
2: <laughs> probably, man. I mean, yeah. we. I mean, yeah, we. milosh and I definitely grew up together, saw a lot of things together. So uh, as we'll as we'll talk about one of the future movies in the advent calendar, but um uh yeah home alone Two. it's uh i was actually surprised to know i mean to see that it existed and it was you know i mean i loved it i mean i love watching home alone one and home alone two and that's as far as home alones go so um yeah
3: i mean outside outside of not having john caddy i think the second one is better than the first one
1: interesting yeah Milo, um, Boris, yeah, you I'll, ar- yeah I'll
2: argue yeah i'll argue it's uh it might be better and hmm. if not it's just as good as the first one and if you go beat by beat you will see it literally is the same movie except the uh circumstances are different and the setting is different but other than that it's the uh same it's the same movie uh, with the uh, same jokes uh not maybe all the same tricks but uh definitely a lot of similarities uh between the uh tricks and the vet bandits and whatnot uh, a lot of great jokes uh, a lot of different jokes even though a lot of them are the same but all you know people hate this movie a lot for some reason but you know if you like home alone really? one yeah you can't not love home alone two. i mean it is the same.
1: I've never, I so. never, never heard anybody really hating on the second one. Usually, they hate on the like all the other ones because all the other ones are don't have, have Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci. Well, when and, I say not,
2: hate, when I say hate, you know, people just, you know, I mean, they're just, oh, you know, Home Alone Two is okay. You know, it's not as good as the first oh, one. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't well, mean that, hate,
1: that kind of, hate. That kind of happens. Gotcha. Yeah, that kind of happens with sequels anyway. Like a lot of people would be like, it's yeah. just a rehash of the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, but home it alone. Is, it you... is. It is to a point, but like you said, you know, it takes place in New York, so you get a different setting. He's not actually home alone; he's in New York alone. So, but he ends up like finding a house to be home alone in. You know what I mean? So there, there are differences yeah. and stuff like that.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Small, small uh, differences, and uh, yeah.
1: Mm. All right. Yeah. So, um, me, same thing. Um, I. know if i watched it on tv or if i actually got the vhs i probably got the vhs to be honest with you um and watched it then um I this is one of them that i like you know i say on a lot of these things that i see sequels before i see the originals when i was a kid Mm -hmm. um just ended up happening to be like when i was born and when things came out um so yeah so this one i saw home alone two before i saw home alone one um and then, you know then we rented home alone one so i could see the first one um and yeah no i i think i think this one is is right there i put this one just a slight step below the first one um just because i think the first one is uh really great like start to finish this one i think it's because it does kind of rehash some of the stuff like um you know like being in the house and all the tricks and stuff which i guess you have to because it's a home alone movie but um but i guess i guess like you know it's not it's not as bad as the first one be it's, it's i mean not as bad it's it's uh it's not bad or anything like i like how it's like in a new setting and stuff like that so it kind of refreshes the story and um you know in this case they like get separated while they're traveling so that's a little bit of a different one but uh yeah no i uh I probably saw this in deep, um, you know, uh first time I saw it. And it's just, you know, it's been, you know, something I can watch, whether it's Christmas or not, because um, it's just a good movie. Um, same thing with the first one. I'll watch this one whenever. Um, yeah. So, all right. <sighs> yeah, but so I, I just to... want to
3: point out to get into a plug oh. that, like, when you look at them, uh, I think, you know, where sequels fail a lot is they try to do the the, the, the same thing they did with the first one and it just doesn't work. Yeah. For whatever reasons they are. But I also think with Home Alone, it's like he nailed, all, basically nailed everything that he needed to do, like from bringing mm-hmm. in Tim Curry and his presence and, you know, yep. even a uh, brand of uh, Fricker, I believe his name is, uh, her name is uh, Pigeon Lady. It's like yeah. everybody they brought in it's like they bring something uh to the show and uh whatever the name is of the department guy that actually ends up oh, uh, Brothers uh Brothers.
1: yeah mr duncan i, I don't yeah, know yeah i don't, I don't know, know his, yeah i don't know his real name but it's though.
3: like every everything in this movie works and you need that cast of characters to actually bring it together because as mm. everybody knows everything after home alone 2 just is bad because they try mm. to do the same thing over and over again but they're not bringing in the same cast of characters They're not a group of people that are doing it it's just different there's, there's, they don't have the same i don't know screen presence or screen pop that you have with the first two
1: yeah so that's um eddie uh bracken um who played um Is it Mr. Duncan? Uh, Mr. Duncan, yeah. Which he's also like, he also like was movie in movie uh you know. Yeah, he
3: whatever.
1: was he was also in um the uh the first uh vacation movie too. Um I forgot about that. Mm. He's the guy he's the Wally World right. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their version yeah. of Walt Disney, I guess or whatever.
0: But yeah. yeah. And then um, have, like Again, no, go you're ahead. gonna
3: bring the you know when you go to the plot, but you're gonna see like this the, what Home Alone Two does. It's like he the all the callbacks to the first one, wrong point like even to the fact when he goes into the house, it's like you know his uncle or whatever lives in Paris or cousin whatever. It's like and then left the empty house like oh you know it's like everything's like like every callback that they to the first one actually sticks. You know they actually show you connections to. They say like uncle, cousin, whatever. So and so invited us to go over to Paris. That bring that becomes a big part of lot of the second one is oh they're again in Paris.
0: Their home mm. is you no know, renovating or whatever. Yep.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. No, those are all great points. And um, yeah, and and watching watching the stuff with the pigeon lady as an adult. It's oh, like, man, yeah. like yeah, like that's that's like a lot of like, I don't know, it's a lot of heaviness. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, really, I think you appreciate stuff her that. More. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stuff, it's stuff when you're a kid that you don't really like, whatever. But then, like, she's telling her whole story, and if you actually listen to her whole story, it's like, oh wow, that's like super depressing. This movie. <laughs> well, the, the,
3: the phone is, like, when you're a kid, you identify with Kevin, and then you see the scary pigeon lady, like,
1: oh, ah, yeah, you
3: run away because that's what kids will do. Mm-hmm. Then it's like when you grow older, then it's like, uh, oh, okay. Pigeon Lady has a story and it's <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Which I think and and I mean the the whole stuff with the Pigeon Lady is great and everything, but that's also one of the things I think that kinda puts it a little lower for me is that like um like I love the interaction between her and Kevin and stuff like that, but I think now that I understand the story behind her I'm like, ooh, you know, this does not really like. I don't know. I guess they were trying to like make another version of the old man from the first one, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. This one was, I don't know, it was a little, little wacky. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like she was more a wacky character than he was.
2: Well, um, you're you're I mean, more likely to encounter a wacky character in New York than in Chicago, yeah, I think. Well,
1: uh, those, well, yeah, yes, at, this point, at this point yeah, I mean, and at this point i New York. York so yeah, I mean I, I at this point I think you probably want, run into a few wacky characters in both cities to be honest with you. Well, oh, you know, Chicago's kind of New York of the 80s. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Chicago's
3: not that realistic anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um anyway, uh so let's get into the plot. Uh, so the McAllister family, from the first one, um, is about to go off on our Christmas trip again. Uh, can this time we just
2: uh, pause for a bit and uh, acknowledge yep. that the uh, social services, uh, I mean, I want to applaud them for doing their job and uh, letting the McAllister stay together and not taking away their kids.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's it's a very good, very good plot line there, yeah. Because uh Kevin definitely should have been taken away, actually, all of them kids should have been taken <laughs> away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you how do you do this two times in a row, and how does somebody look at that police report where they admit that oh ha, you kind of accidentally left our yeah, and the
2: uh, bus should definitely be in a juvenile uh you know a detention center or something
1: yeah, well, he hasn't gotten caught yet, so. I mean, you know,
2: about well, actually, a good actually,
1: what's, uh, actually, what's funny is um, we we potted, um last December. Me and Josh did um, the newest Home Alone, um, Home, home Sweet, Home Alone. Um, and actually, ah, Buzz McAllister comes back, the actor, as a, cop. Buzz, as a cop. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So apparently he turned his life around. So,
2: yep, yep. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, good uh, thing and yeah, good thing to point out.
1: Yeah, and actually he's the only person from the original cast to ever come back to a home alone movie. The other like two or three other sequels don't have anybody from these movies. So um, Yeah, actually
2: Home Sweet Home Alone was actually pretty good. But uh yeah uh,
1: Yeah, no, nah, me me and Josh didn't like Sorry, it.
2: Sorry, don't plan to.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was my worst of the I life.
2: mean, considering all the other sequels and whatnot, it was actually pretty okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, anyway, um, if you want to listen to that, you can go back and listen to that one. I don't know what the episode is, but you can go search in our log of stuff there. Um anyway. Um so yeah, so the McGallet family is preparing to spend Christmas in Miami. And um so they they once again go, uh everybody's at the house packing up you know kevin once again has issues with uh um you know the uh family but this time he does wake up with them they do make their alarm well they don't make their alarm again but but he's up and like getting ready with them so they're all going to the airport together and this time you think oh yeah they're all gonna make it right well he <laughs> ends up trying to put batteries into his talk boy and um yeah he ends up losing his dad, follows somebody else with the wrong coat, um, has his dad's bag with him. So he has a plane to get, technically. Um, just, uh, you know, apparently with the wrong plane ticket once he gets to the, the counter, but they don't know that because he bumps into the uh, stewardess lady that takes the tickets. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, my ticket's in here. And so then she just sits him on the plane that he was going to board as he was following his quote unquote dad into the airplane. Well, come to find out, the family went to Miami. He went to New York. (laughs) And so he gets off the plane and he sees, "Uh uh-oh, I did it again. (laughs) And uh, then the family gets to Miami. And once again, they find out that Kevin is not with them. And so they go to the authorities. And, you know, uh, that all happens again down there. Uh, Meanwhile, up in New York, um, Kevin is trying to um is trying to figure out what to do and so what she what he does is he actually ends up renting a uh room at the plaza hotel which is probably one of the swankiest he ends hotels. up
3: renting a suite at the yeah. plaza hotel.
1: Yeah well well yeah a suite at the Plaza Hotel because he's got his death card. So why not? Um and uh yeah it's it's probably the swankiest and most luxurious hotel in New York at least at the time it was. Um, and so he uses his hawk boy to pretend that he's his father to book the hotel room. He goes there, uh, pays for it, uh, and this is where we find uh, Tim Curry, uh, Rob Schneider, and... Oh, shit, hold on. What is that
3: other action Yeah, the, the lady's name.
1: Yeah, I forget her name. But, um, yeah, and um, so... Hold on, let me, let me find her name, because I feel
0: that. Um, yeah, uh, you also you you also, also skipped a part. At little this little, point, little,
3: uh, he enters little, the Plaza little, Hotel. Dana, they uh, I... Mr. President for uh, directions.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So at the time, in 1992, um, Donald J. Trump was not the president of the United States, but he was a, a very popular pop culture icon and businessman. And he would pop up in songs, music videos, and movies. And what they actually did, um, here's a little inside tip on why he's there. Um, They don't actually film in Plaza Hotel. They film in Trump Tower. And they changed everything in there from Trump Tower to the Plaza Hotel. But his thing was, if you're going to use my hotel, I want to have Cameo in it. So that's how that came about. So, uh, So, in order to make it to Plaza Hotel, he shows up and has a little cameo there, which I think, um, depending on what channel you watch it on, it wasn't... um, I watched it on Freeform, which this year it wasn't edited out, but I think last year it was edited out. Um, So, yeah, so that's interesting. But, um, yeah, so that happens. Um, You know, this is the life we live now. Anyway, um, so... Uh yeah. So uh oh yeah. So yeah, so it was Dane Ivy was the other actress that um you know the three of them the three of them together are hilarious. I, I love I love those two together. And um so anyway, he you know gives a story his ads, you know, pretty late, but he wants to come to the hotel, blah 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 blah. So he goes up, hangs out in the hotel room, uh gives ra rough ra- Of Snyder, a piece of gum for his tip, Uh, (laughs) and um, so then he's uh, you know making himself home, you know room room service, you know watching um, a sequel to that movie that was um, in the first one, Uh, angels with either in filthier wings or whatever, Uh, and so then he ends up uh, having Tim Curry kind of spy on him. Uh, and then he like has like one of his like blow up doll things whatever um in the shower and he has like a a thing of his uncle a recording of his uncle and like has his uncle's voice has like his father's voice and so on the hotel he gets a, a limo with a, a a large pizza, a large cheese pizza, which when I was a kid I'm like oh my god, I want to get lost in New York. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um <laughs> So, um they go to, uh, they go to, uh, he goes to Duncan's toy chest and, um, he, uh, goes there to buy some toys and stuff. And so Mr. Duncan is very curious why he had all this cash on him. Uh, (laughs) and he learns, he learns about the, uh, he learns about the, um, the turtle doves. And, uh, so that becomes something later on. Um he gets two turtle doves from the tree that's there. Um and then uh okay, no, I'm losing
0: it.
2: Is it. I think at this point we should be uh being introduced uh to wet bandits again or some such.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh before all this, um the wet bandits um uh show up on a uh truck in um uh in new york in like a seafood truck and find out that they escaped from jail and so um they're prowling the streets of new york as well oh yeah, that's right so then when he leaves um when he leaves the toy store um and they were actually casing the toy store because they want to rob it on christmas eve because all the money is being donated to a children's hospital and so as he's walking out he sees the two of them and they like try to grab him and stuff, and then he ends up like pinching the lady's butt and blaming on them and then they get whacked in the face and he loses them in Central Park. And then I think this is when we meet uh Pigeon Lady. Um yep. and then he gets scared and then runs out or whatever and then goes back to the hotel. Meanwhile, um when he goes there, they um uh they all come upstairs and um he, like they want to apologize or whatever and so uh and they like kind of like confront him or whatever for like um uh you know or, uh, interrupting their he's the father yeah well yeah but, no they they came up and it was like a like a stolen credit card thing or whatever so he, yeah, because uh, at
3: that point uh, the parents in uh, Miami actually went to the police, made a cop report, yeah. and they reported
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Credit so credit they recorded the reported the credit cards stolen. Right. Anyway, so fast forward, um, he has them, you know, it fakes like they're like uh you know getting shot at or whatever, and so he makes his escape. And so then when the parents do come up, uh they're pissed off because they confronted him about the stolen. And credit card and basically made him even more lost in New York instead of just being at the hotel. Which they find out he used the whole he used a credit card at the hotel. Um, and so then he ends up kind of walking the streets of New York. He finds out that his um, aunt and uncle um live there, but they're not there. They're in uh Paris because they're the aunt and uncle from the first one. Um, and so he goes there. He kind of stays there. He kind of uh you know creates a, a trap for the uh wet bandits uh because they're still after him <coughs> and um he's he's trying to stop them from uh stealing all the money at the at Duncan's toy chest on Christmas Eve. And so once again Kevin is home alone in this house that he basically draws um uh those guys too um you know does hijinks jinks again the first one uh, this time, you know, throwing pans and you know other stuff and bricks and whatever, um, and so then he actually throws a brick through Duncan's toy chest, and that's how it first gets the attention. And so then the cops are aware that they stole the money, um, and then uh, you know he ends up having this whole talk with Pigeon Lady. Pigeon Lady um, ends up like basically you know, telling them, like, the, you know, the meaning of Christmas and stuff like that after, like we said, kind of a depressing story on, on her part. And um, so he leads them. Uh, that all goes into him leading the wet bandits, well, the sticky bandits now, um, into the park. Um, She feeds the, the pigeons. The pigeons all come down, and they all stick to them and attack them. And then the cops find them in the park and arrest them. Uh meanwhile his parents come back up. Uh they find uh his mother finds him at Rockefeller Center uh because he you know wanted to see a big giant Christmas tree. And so um she brings him back to the hotel room, uh the suite that they were all staying in, or I think they got him a different suite, something like that. Um they all wake up Christmas morning, there's a bunch of gifts under the tree from Mr. Duncan because Mr. Duncan finds out that he was the one that helped him get all the money back um and yeah, then because he, say, he throws
3: the uh, he throws the, break yeah, in the, the yeah. window breaks the window yep. when the wet bandits are sticky bandits, sorry yeah they're breaking in and he actually leaves a message
1: yeah, a piece of uh, yeah, break, the, sorry, yeah. from
3: the window but i yeah, had right. thought that was the only way i could stop the robbers
1: yeah, yeah and then thanks and then thanks for the the turtle doves or whatever and he's like oh turtle doves yeah. and then that reminds him of who he is um yeah i forgot to mention that when i said they threw the window Um, Anyway, um, long story short, uh, they wake up Christmas morning, um, he goes out to the park, finds uh, a pigeon lady, uh, gives her one of the turtle doves, and tells her the story of the turtle doves. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, he can hear his father all the way (laughs) into Central Park, screaming about how he spent like a thousand dollars on rooms. (laughs) And that's where we end. So, da Ta-da! Is Justin's a uh, uh, plot in a nutshell kind of sort of yeah,
3: but I think this is the longest you went on plot on one of these
1: though. Yeah, so. yeah, because problem is, is that when there's a lot going on, so I kinda had to kind of differentiate from the first one. So um, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 anyway. So oh, um yeah, yeah, so here here are some little fun facts. Um uh, I started doing some fun. Facts so here's some facts um this one was also written by John Hughes, um just like the first one uh this one was not directed by the other person, though this one... oh no, it was not yeah, it was directed by Chris Columbus again, um and it was written by John Hughes, which we went on that whole thing about Chris columbus and John John Hughes and all those movies, uh seeing and yep. listened to uh the first episode if you want all that. It's also music by uh John Williams again. So they pretty much got yep. the uh, band back together for this. Uh the budget on this one was 28 million. Um I'm forgetting what the budget was on the first one. I think it was roughly the same. Uh and this one made 359 million, which I think is uh let's see it yes, it was the third highest grossing film of 1992. Um I don't know if we... yeah I he uh...
3: just tells you how well received the movie
1: was. Yeah, let me let me go back here and uh let me see the first one because I can't remember if um if that was more or less. Here we go. Um yeah, so that was less. So it made the bot office it made less than the first one. Um first one was four hundred and seventy six million, so it made about a million less, hundred million less, I guess in that range um and the budget on that one was 18 million compared to 20 million so it so it was it was 10 million more to make and it lost well it didn't lose but it, it made less 100 million dollars less than the first one so yeah you know i guess it's still kind of a success because it did make its money back and everything and it was one of the highest grossing films and stuff like that but you know it's still yeah, still I didn't make uh, that
3: they looked at that differently. <laughs> that was actually quite a good
1: term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was definitely a great term, but still it it still goes on the idea that the sequel didn't make more than the first, which it usually always happens. Um, or, you know, usually is like a, a big thing that happens. I mean, the money nowadays and the money then is different, like like three hundred you know, three hundred and fifty million dollars then is like is something made um you know 80 million now or something you know what i mean it's you know that's kind of you know the ball range it goes into um but yeah so um they uh they filmed both in illinois and in new york um and they also filmed all around new york including rockefeller center and the um old world trade center which sometimes that's also bleeped out to uh the um in america at least Oh, yeah, uh, sometimes they, yeah so sometimes they do that where they edit out the uh world trade center and certain stuff um
2: yeah that makes no sense i mean i can see why they would do that but it makes no fucking sense to me man yeah just, um, you know if the building was there it was there like I yeah mean, I, yeah yeah i think well, i not think to not going go but... the whole 9-11 thing uh but uh yeah you know one of the things about uh this movie that uh kind of mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Um, I find, uh, annoying is, uh, for the fa- last, uh, you know, six, seven years I've been working at a hotel and a lot of things that happen in the, uh, Plaza Hotel, which is a lot more luxurious than any of the hotels that I ever worked at is, uh, you know, uh, I find uh, just annoying, you know, I get why they did it, but they are just certain things you know when the when uh tim curry goes uh goes to spy on you know uh kevin's uh father you know that is that is very very like that's kind that's that kind of stuff that that can get you fired oh you
1: yeah know? that's that's why yeah, that's Gordon why he was get you fired. That, yeah <laughs> that's that's why he was uh you know trying to keep him quiet and trying to appease him and trying to be like sh- yeah no i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to i really wanted to just apologize to him because he knows that that could get him fired
2: oh so. yeah man i mean it's yeah and I that's mean, why
1: that... i'm with a yeah. large pizza hush money
2: <laughs> yeah i just it is ridiculous that someone would i mean i do all sorts of crazy stuff at hotels i work at But, you know, stuff like that, definitely, you know, out of the picture, no matter what, like, yeah. Mm. Uh, Also, I want to put props to Home Alone 2 also for, um, you know, it's very, I mean, very rarely. It's not, you don't always get to see villains doing villainy things. It just, they just sort of show you how they're doing their, you know, misdeeds in this one you actually and also in the first one you know you actually get to see you know uh wet bandits or the sticky bandits you know just you know planning their heist and uh just doing what thieves do you know it's yeah. and it's kind of fun to follow them you know along and just watch them you know just messing around pretty much mm-hmm. on- out on their own so you know that scene when they when they pop up in new york get out of the uh seafood truck that's 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 like oh they're back you know it's like you already know what's gonna happen and you're sort of happy to see because you know you know shenanigans are about to ensue sooner or later oh yeah
1: yeah and then also um just to kind of wrap up on uh, some of the stuff. Um, so the two movies above it that were in the highest-grossing thing, mm-hmm. um, Aladdin was number one, and The Bodyguard was number two wow. with Whitney Houston, okay. uh, Kevin uh, Costner, and then also Home Alone two and Lethal Weapon three are both in the top five that year. Both had uh, Joe Pesci. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh time uh, to something they actually coming.
3: brought up in uh Home Alone one, but it's like mm-hmm. the whole Joe Pesci not uh, not cussing moment. Oh yeah. A <laughs> more of it in uh, Home Alone 2.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> he goes on yeah. a ramble at one point. He's like just just rambling around. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and. and uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, that's a great way to, you know, make a, you know, a movie that's supposed to be R-rated because of all the violence, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's a great way to do it. And plus, I mean, he's great at it. I mean, he really goes above and beyond, man. I mean, Joe Pesci is amazing in this one, for sure. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, and then... Um... Yeah, I mean this this one's great, and I mean Joe Pesci brings it again. Uh, right, right then and that like in '92, I think it was like right around the same time as like my cousin Vinny had just came out, and then Lethal Weapon three came out. Like you know, Joe. I mean Joe Pesci was the man in like the early you now late late '80s, early '90s. I mean he was like in everything, you know, go from family movies to mobster movies, and you know he he was able to do it all. You know, um. You know, and once again I think this movie is great in terms of the rating. Like uh you know, I think uh you guys have heard me go on and on about John Hughes. Um, I'm a big John Hughes fan. Um and you know, he doesn't miss a step in this one. Uh Chris Columbus, once again, you know the king of, you know, family friendly movies. Um, you know, he was able to he was able to pull this one off greatly too. Um, once again, you know, this this was another one that kinda like uh I guess uh um i don't know if inspired is the right word but like um this is another one where it was like a like a touchstone i guess of my childhood and it like made me, like this like home alone 2 ninja turtles um and like some other movies that were like set in new york in like the late 80s early 90s like always made me want to like go live in new york and be in new york and stay in new york and uh I made mean, New York look like a cool place to be or whatever. So yeah. So um I don't know. But uh yeah I, and then
2: I, yeah, I i agree with that assessment, man.
1: And also also it fed into my love of pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
3: see, pizza. But yeah, exactly. the and uh, Ninja turtles, yeah. I can see mm. it.
1: and then uh yeah so pretty much everybody from the first one came back and then of course the inclusion of uh tim curry i mean tim curry was great in this and uh he almost um he like this was almost like to me uh like a sequel to his role in uh clue because in clue he's like a butler and stuff like that where i mean i mean i guess in this one he's not necessarily a butler per se but i mean a concierge or you know a hotel person and is kind kind of sort of does some of the same things, or at least his version of it does. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I I think I think he plays these roles. Sorry, plays these roles very well. Um, he also um, was supposed to be. Well, fun fact about Tim Curry: um, he was supposed to be a Joker in in uh, Batman the Animated Series. Um, but he ended up losing out the role to um Mark Hamill because he couldn't make, a um, like a voice, uh, like a voice session, a voiceover session. And so, um, I guess he was like, I don't know if he was some cold feet about it, or he had something else that came up, and he wasn't going to be able to do as many episodes as he promised. And so they had, uh, Mark Hamill step in there and do the voice, and he was able to do it greatly. Uh, because at the time, I think when they were doing Part of Vice, and he was, uh, Ferris Boyle, and then... He did a couple of other voices in the show, and then you know he stepped up and did his Joker, and they were like, "Well, sorry, Tim, <laughs> we're stepping off from you." But uh, yeah, yeah, so, Luke Skywalker fact. gonna really? do the Joker, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a little <laughs> fun fact about Tim Curry. Um, I don't think I don't think I've seen Brenda Fricker and anything else. Um, she was a bunch she of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was in. Oh, she was in Angels in the Field? I don't even remember her. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, she's uh, she's the um, um, uh, she's not. She's like uh, she's keeping uh, the house where uh, young uh, JGL and uh, his friend are staying at. Oh you
1: know... Oh, she's the foster parent.
2: Yeah, oh. foster parent. Yep.
1: Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. There we go. Yeah, I uh, and I gotta rewatch that one. I've, yeah, I've, I've seen, love, I
2: love uh, that movie. I love that yeah, movie. for some reason.
1: For some reason, this year I've seemed to watch a lot of like uh Chris Christopher Lloyd movies,
0: <laughs>
1: mm. and so I might as well just add that one to it because you know it's another great Christopher Lloyd movie. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I was kind of going through her uh, yeah, I was just kind of going through her uh filmography here, and I think those are the only two things I've ever seen her in. Um,
2: she
1: was also in the um my left foot oh yes i've never seen that so i don't i don't know what that was
2: yeah Uh, i've seen it recently i think for the first time i was actually surprised to see her and i was like oh that's maggie from angels in the outfield because she's always yeah i i love angels in the outfield it's like my favorite baseball movie so um Yeah. yeah
1: nice 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 Alright, um, yeah, so is there uh, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we close out? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know man, but uh, I, think I you
1: you
0: Want to give some closing thoughts on the one?
2: Sure, I mean like I said before man, uh so many great things in this movie, but um mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know how to close this because I think every one of us, anybody who's listening to this, anybody pretty much who's alive, has probably seen all these movies. And I mean, Home Alone, movie, first two Home Alone movies, i seen it at least once in their life, you know, and uh, it's hard not to, uh, not to rewatch them every year whenever they're on TV. I mean, there's a reason they're on TV every year. It's not just because... They're Christmas movies and we play Christmas movies on Christmas, you know, at Christmas time. So it's like they're just all around fun. And like you said, you watch them, you know, throughout the year, you know. To me, I can't I can't I can bring myself to do that, but uh, you know, um
1: Freeform actually plays throughout the year because I flipped into the channel <laughs> one day it was like June and they had Home Alone on. I'm like, why do they have Home Alone on in June? Yeah, like, oh, that man. makes yeah, that, that
2: is that is ridiculous to say the least. But uh, you know, it, it <laughs> happens. You know, so it's like that says something. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I love these movies. I probably like the second one better than the first one, simply because uh, there's a lot more Red bandits in them, and um, yeah, sticky bandits, sticky bandits, yeah, sticky Wars. bandits, uh, and uh, you know, rebranded. Just, setting mm. of the of new york new york setting does i mean it's great what they do with new york it's amazing and yeah. you know yeah
1: he he made sure to tell the uh the cops too when they arrested him that they weren't the bandits yeah. anymore and that they were the sticky bandits
2: yeah yeah
1: sticky, yeah. Bandits, right? sticky bandits yep <laughs> uh
2: nilo oh like i
3: said like in my opinion i think the second one uh actually beats the first one i think second mm. one for Certain aspects of it, it, actually, it plays like a better movie. <laughs> and Yeah. I mean, it's just so, you know, it's, it's funny and it's, uh, you know, I'm
2: actually home manage alone managed to
3: keep it, you know,
2: <laughs> seriously
3: tender at times, I guess. Yeah. not sure what the right word would be but you know it's it's a whole no cool but movie. i do you have like, a you know, you to, i, up, I like do have say. a noisy like, neighbor who, who literally
2: st- st- i mean I he, he just begging probably probably for watching. me to do something about it but uh i'm too lazy <laughs> all right well i think I we're gonna end wind. that here
1: and uh so thank you everybody uh, I, I mean, he's literally, like, every day uh, bonds, he's uh, non-stop
2: verbally abusing his uh, girlfriend. I think this one is going to be airing uh, right for a uh, diehard. Oh so I mean, he doesn't throw, but I don't know, man. He's hard. just not happy in life uh, so get ready reason. for that one. I, I don't know. Um, why. So, yeah, it's, later. It's, oh, man.